lunch with me, Noreen Mir, this Wednesday morning. Let's turn to our first topic of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be catching up with the one and the only Cruzy McCalligan for this week's midweek audio column. Good morning, Cruz. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. I like the way we do a big sort of a wave. A big wave that only we can see. You can imagine it. It was big. Exactly. Stretching of the arms. Well, stretching out. Flap your arms. Oh, yeah. Because that's a segue to what I'm going to talk about. Birds. No, not birds. I'm oh, so, well, sorry. Actually, yes, a bird. Uh, a kind of bird. A kind Do you want to guess? Um, a hummingbird? Um, an eagle? Oh, wow. A I'm mocking feeling bird? I could have chosen a much more interesting <laughs> bird. Uh, they have a bad reputation for being the rats of the sky. Oh, a pigeon. A pigeon. Yes. Talking about pigeons. Go ahead. I'm talking about pigeons. How do you, do you have an opinion on pigeons? Do you have a pigeon opinion? <laughs> well, you know, Chinese people like to eat pigeons. Oh, yeah, they do, don't they? Yes. And I heard that pigeons are not good if you're breastfeeding because they reduce milk supply. Uh, this is what the uh, okay, sure. lady once told me, and I do know that uh, Nathan up in the office, he loves pigeons. Fascinated. Really? So I will uh, well, oh, have to interesting. Yeah, message him right now, tell him to tune in. Yeah, tell him to tune in. Yes. See if he's going to be our resident pigeon expert. Come storming down here, exactly. throw open the door yeah. and say, you've got it all wrong. Okay, pigeons. Now, they may have been the first domesticated bird, right? So people have been keeping pigeons as pets for a very long time. In fact, pigeons are portrayed in Mesopotamian art from as far back as 4,500 BCE. That's a very, very long time ago that people are talking about pigeons. Now, scientists believe these pieces of art are the first recorded images of pigeons. But additionally, pigeons have been a significant food source for thousands of years. So we've been looking after them and eating them. Um, and these are the facts have led to the theory that pigeons may have been the first birds humans ever domesticated. So, you know, we reared them, loved them and ate them. Um, some pigeons are war veterans. So this is interesting too. So we think of them as like quite silly Please the go pigeon ahead. male. Yeah, pigeon male. So during the 20th century, it was common for countries to have flocks of homing pigeons for military use. The birds could quickly deliver important messages between bases or across enemy lines. Pigeons are actually credited with saving thousands of lives through the information they so diligently delivered, um, commonly known as the pigeon post. So we just said pigeon male. We missed a, we yeah, missed a lovely yeah, alliterative post, moment there. Yes. Um, one pigeon named G.I. Joe... Um, saved British troops from a bombing within fi with five minutes to spare. I mean, it wasn't like he was like, quick guys, this way, but he delivered information that they could act on. Another by the name of Cher Ami delivered a total of 12 important messages for the US military during World War One. And on his last mission, I'm going to cry with this, Cher Ami was shot in the breast and still managed to fly for another 25 minutes, completing his mission and saving the lives of 194 stranded soldiers. I could cry. I'm same. <laughs> War animals. You know when they publish books about war animals or war horses? I can't read them. Obviously, the human life loss is devastating. But, but the yeah, animals. The animals. Anyway, but I they like also... The crews, we both got like two <laughs> hours. Need to take a moment. Um... Now, pigeons have also saved lives outside of the military as well. Historically, pigeons were released from sinking boats to send for help. Pigeons have also been trained to aid in rescuing people lost at sea. They locate the people who are stranded and notify rescuers of the location. They are perfect for this job because in addition to having very good eyesight, they can detect the ultraviolet light that surrounds the people in the water which is really interesting because they're navigation experts. So believe it or not, pigeons can find their way home from an ast astounding 1,300 miles away. What's more, they've proven that they can do so after being transported in complete isolation to a location they've never been. Okay, so they look like they're not the brightest bird, 
right? Let's be honest, okay? You know, and if you've ever seen, if you've ever seen images of really rubbish pigeon nests, it's a brilliant internet black hole you can go down. They don't spend a lot of time making nests for their eggs. So sometimes you oh. see a photo of a pigeon who's literally laid down two twigs and laid an egg on it. Like I've it's they're terrible. Oh, it's no. so funny. So they they don't help themselves with this sort of thing. They but, sound so intelligent. But they're really interesting. So yeah, so they 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 moved these pigeons. They rotated their cage. They um they did all these sorts of things and they don't know how. Scientists don't know how pigeons still managed to find their way back when they had no visual, olfactory or magnetic clues to aid them in knowing their location. However, they now think they might have compass and map mechanisms that help them navigate. So it's kind of like maybe the sun's positioning, something like that. Just really, really interesting. Yeah. I mean, how do they know where to fly back to and or fly to with yeah, the messages? Yeah, it's incredible. It's, yeah. Um, so pigeons are very fast birds, which is one of the reasons they make such good messages. So their speed can also make them great racers. And I didn't know this, but pigeon racing. Did you know about pigeon racing? It's no. apparently a very lucrative business. And racing pigeons can be quite expensive. The most expensive pigeon ever sold cost nearly $1.9 million, US dollars, um, which is a lot of money. Um, and so, yeah, so we know that they're quite good at um, mail because of their navigational skills. Um, and that also they can carry up to 10% of their body weight. So like a fairly sized parcel or something. <laughs> um, and they've been used for communication purposes for a long time. So even in the 5th century AD, countries like Egypt and Syria used carrier pigeons. I didn't know that. During the ancient Olympic Games, pigeons were used to deliver the results of the events to fans. Like, this is what's happened and stuff. Um, in the 1800s, the Rothschild family used their network of pigeon lofts to communicate about finances. So it's like, that would have been really like, you know, like a finance advisory situation if you intercepted that. Pigeons were much faster than available other available forms of communication, which gave that particular family, the Rothschild, who we know as being incredibly wealthy, gave the family an advantage that helped them to greatly expand their fortune because of pigeons delivering their information. Fascinating. They could also be weather reporters, so they're able to hear frequencies that we can't. This allows them to sense things like volcano eruptions and incoming storms that meteorologists haven't even discovered yet. That's fascinating. You know no, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Um, so this is. I'm a, thinking they're the original weather girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, you got like kind of like a little poking in the head. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, um, pigeons also produce milk. I'm going to do that in quotation marks. It's not disgusting, but I'm still doing it in quotation marks um, because it's not actual milk because obviously only mammals can do that. But they essentially um, do something very similar in that it's a white liquid containing all the necessary antioxidants, fats, nutrients and proteins that a baby bird needs. And another similarity it shares with mammal milk is that its production is regulated by the hormone prolactin. So both male and female adult pigeons produce this milk in their crop. And the crop is a little section in the bird's esophagus meant for storing food and in this case producing crop milk. Pigeons are part of a small group of birds that produce crop milk. Um, like the other ones that do are doves, flamingos and male emperor penguins. Oh, Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that I interesting? didn't even know birds yeah, could Yeah, I didn't produce. know they could do this either. Yeah. Um, also, newborn pigeons are a really rare sight. Have you ever seen a newborn baby pigeon? No. Um, I feel like I've seen newborn like sparrows maybe in Hong Kong if they've fallen out of a nest or something. but. Um, that's because newly hatched pigeons stay in the nest for up to six weeks, which is longer than most bird species. And when they do finally leave, they look almost exactly like a full-grown adult pig pigeon, rather, um, other than the downy feathers on their head and the lack of red around their eyes. Apparently, the pigeon's eyes don't get red around until they've been seven months to one year of age. 
apparently. Oh, yep. interesting. Um, they so can, that's how you tell their age? Yeah, for, you can tell them if they're yeah. an adult or a juvenile. Yeah, lack um, of sleep, that's were, what the yeah, red is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've got a lot on their mind by the time they're an adult. Um, most birds can't recognise their own image, but apparently pigeons are able to identify themselves over a picture of a different pigeon. <laughs> That also made me laugh so much. As if, you know, I just imagine someone who's a scientist yeah. who's gone their whole lives and they're there with a pigeon, showing them a photo of a pigeon, and it could be them as a pigeon or another pigeon. Oh, that cracks me up. Too. Anyway, hmm. um, they're also able to differentiate between photos of different humans. It doesn't say whether they could t- establish a difference between a human and a pigeon, which would be its own thing, right? So that's fascinating. Anyway. Um, but yes, but also, um, you know, what's sad is that people do have this horrible, they, pigeons have this reputation of being rats with wings, right? But they're actually pretty cool and they're very clean birds. And actually the risk of getting any disease from a pigeon is extremely low. It's really interesting. So like actually from the pigeon. Now, of course, when you have like people who feed pigeons, so they don't forage naturally, that's not a great idea. You shouldn't feed Feed wild animals. Yeah, well, yeah, you shouldn't wild feed animals wild animals. Yeah. Um, and that's a problem Seagulls because then you can affect every, yeah. the, the, the level of the population, all those sorts of things. It's a bit different. Um, but yes, so, um, but it's funny how people can have a real emotional connection to pigeons. I wonder if Nathan feels the same way that Nikola Tesla did. Apparently, Nikola Tesla um, was, uh, he really loved pigeons and he used to care for injured wild pigeons in his New York City hotel room. Um, and he had a favorite pigeon, a white pigeon female, who he's, whom he said of, I loved that pigeon. I loved her as a man loves a woman and she loved me. When she was ill, I knew and understood. She came to my room and I stayed beside her for days. I nursed her back to health. That pigeon was the joy of my life. If she needed me, nothing else mattered. As long as I had her, there was a purpose in my life. And apparently he was inconsolable after she died, which I'm not surprised because it's a lot of feelings to have towards a pigeon. Yeah. But I mean, maybe that maybe we're not understanding something and maybe they are that remarkable. Exactly. It's like if you said that about a dog, you'd be like, yeah, OK, yeah, maybe, I can I can yeah, understand. You know, sure, definitely. But yeah. uh, but what a feeling for a man has for a woman. That sounds romantic. Yeah, that's a bit. That's yeah. where I, I think he should have maybe kept that comment private. Yeah. Um, and maybe not sort of done that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, this is funny. So, that, as all the things that they've been able to do, they also nearly really hampered our. Uh, progress as uh, as a civilization. So in 1964, scientists in Holmdel, New Jersey, heard hissing noises from their antenna, and this would later prove to be signals from the Big Bang. Remember when they're like, it's the remaining sound of the Big Bang explosion. But when they first heard the sound, they thought it might be among other things, the poop of two pigeons that were living in the antenna. So they took the pigeons, put them in a box and mailed them as far away as they could um, in the company mail to a guy who really liked pigeons. Because apparently we're now understanding there's a lot of people out there who really like pigeons. And one of the sci- later scientists later recalled, he looked at them and said, these are junk pigeons and let them go. And before long, they came right back to where they were. So... This is what happens to the scientists. Like, oh my gosh, these pigeons are distracting us. It's probably, is it, are we hearing something or is it just the noise of the pigeons? Put them in a box, send them to a pigeon lover who lied. He wasn't a pigeon lover of all pigeons. He was very selective in his pigeon loving. And he just like let them go. And because we've learned their incredible homing capabilities, they came straight back again, right? And then, um, and then that, the scientists are like, ah! But in that time, the scientists were able to clean out the antenna and determine that they had not been the cause of the noise. Um, so yeah, so they, um, permanently removed them 
but they used the trap to catch the birds that they had. It's actually at the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum because they were part of the story of discovering the sound of the Big Bang. These two pigeons, which I find really hilarious because they would have had no idea. They wouldn't have even recognised a photo of themselves in the news article. Um, or maybe they would have. Anyway, so I find that really fascinating, actually, about pigeons. Um, I like it too. Yeah. A newfound appreciation to, 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 for pigeons. I'm yeah. not going to eat them anymore, I don't think. Well, I mean, you could. Yeah. There's not a problem. I mean, you yeah. can have a newfound fascination yeah. for cows or pigs yeah. or anything, really. But um, I just find just it very interesting. They so cute. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do sound like they're, they're more intelligent than I thought they were. Yeah. In Chinese, it's an insult if you say somebody has pigeon eyes. Oh, really? And it means you're looking down at someone. Like, you know. Do pigeons oh, look down? Oh, because their eyes high. are up here. So you're, so they're always looking down at, you know, the, from, from the sky. So if you say, oh, that, that, that person's got pigeon eyes, you're saying, like, they're not very humble. They're very arrogant. And they look down at people. So again, an insult. Yes. Interesting. But yeah, but they have a place in mythology. They have a place in folklore. They've been it's some of our earliest civilizations like Mesopotamia. We see human beings in cities, cities, townships, centers of human beings living together. There are pigeons. So even today, it's like anywhere you go and you see pigeons in our urban centers. That's right. Like we've been living like that with pe- with pigeons for an inc- thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Maybe that's why they recognize yeah. people's faces. Maybe that's yeah. why they recognize it. I know you're a descendant of this person. Yeah. Um, but Two quotes. Ingrid Newkirk, who said, Pigeons are gentle and smart and have complex social relationships. Their hearing and vision are both excellent, which sounds like a review of a penguin, a pigeon, rather. And then um, Claude Chabrol said, You have to accept the fact that sometimes you are the pigeon and sometimes you are the statue. <laughs> and I really like that too. I like that too. Right, Cruz, thank you so much for such a great discussion on pigeons. And I'll have you back next week. Thank you so much. See you. Bye-bye.